Now we're leading into a new concept. So consider the matrix A equals 2, 6, 1, 4, and B equals 2, negative 3, negative 1 half, 1. Take a minute to pause and find the product AB and BA. And I promise you this is not just another practice of multiplication. So did you get this? AB equals 1001 and also BA equals 1001. Now this is a very special matrix. It's got ones in the diagonal and zeros everywhere else. And just to show you how special it is, let's take that matrix and multiply it by either A or B. We'll go ahead and use A since it's first. When we find this product, we have 2 times 0. By the way, it's still a 2 by 2, right? 2 times 1 is 2, sorry. 2 times 1 is 2 plus 0 times 1 is 0, so 2 plus 0 is 2. Then when we take the first row times the second column, 6 plus 0 is 6. Then the second row times the first column, 0 plus 1 is 1. And the second row times the second column, 0 plus 4 is 4. Have we seen this matrix anywhere? That's matrix A again. So we took that special 1001 matrix and we multiplied it by A and we got A back. And I'll let you take a minute if you'd like to verify for yourself that if you also take the same 1001 matrix and multiply it by B, you will get B back. Or if you take A first and then the special matrix, you still get A. Or if you take B first and that special matrix, let's do that. Let's write B, 2, negative 3, negative 1 half, 1. B times the special matrix, 1, 0, 0, 1. And when we find this product, 2 times 1 is 2, plus 0 is 2. 2 times 0 is 0, plus negative 3, just restores the negative 3 again. The negative a half needs to multiply by the 1 so that it's still there, but then the 1 will multiply by the 0 so that it's not there. So we just will get negative 1 half back again. And finally, if we want 1 and we're starting with the negative a half, can you see that the negative a half would have to multiply by 0? So we'd have 0 plus 1 times 1 gives us 1 back again. So it doesn't matter what order we multiply in. Whenever we take this special matrix, 1, 0, 0, 1, and multiply it by another square matrix, we get the same matrix back. Now this matrix has a special name. Because it preserves the identity of the matrix that it's multiplying by, we call it the identity matrix. And in order for us to be able to multiply in either order, either B times the identity or the identity times B, can you see that it needs to be square in order to have the order not matter? (laughs) For order to not matter with multiplying the identity times another matrix, we need it to be square. So we can actually use shorthand for this identity matrix. If it's a 2 by 2 identity matrix, we call it I sub 2. 
Similarly, if it's a three by three identity matrix, we would call it I sub three. And we would use I sub three if we wanted to multiply it by a three by three matrix and obtain the original result. So the identity matrix is square and it can have any dimensions you like. The I2 is the first one that kind of makes sense. Can you imagine what I1 might be? I1 is just the number one. If you multiply the number one by any one by one matrix, i.e. any number, can you see that you'll just get the number back? Seven times one is seven. So I1 technically is the number one, but we don't use that very often because we're more interested in actual matrices. I2 is one, zero, zero, one. And I3, I don't have room to write here, so I'll have to put it on the next board over. So these are the identity matrices starting dimension two, one, one, zero, zero, dimension three, three rows and three columns, ones along the diagonal, zeros everywhere else, I four, four rows, four columns, ones along the diagonal, zeros everywhere else. And you can imagine they go on as long as you need them to for as large a matrix as you need. And remember, that this is the matrix that you can multiply by any other matrix of the same size, same size and dimension, and you will get back the original matrix you multiplied it by. So it preserves the identity of the matrix you're multiplying it to.